This episode of Video Game Apocalypse is brought to you by Gamefly, and you listeners right now can go to GameflyOffer.com slash LazerTime to get a free month of unlimited games. Welcome to episode 221 of Video Game Apocalypse. I, as usual, am your host, Michael Raparz. Who else is here in the Tyler Wilde Memorial Studio with me? <laughs> Other consistent co-host, Christopher Antistam. Dave Rudden, hi. Hi. And special guest joining us for the first time ever, it's... Vincent Janito. Hey, what's up, everybody? Hey, Vince. Hey. <laughs> where might people know you from? Uh, they might have known me from IGN, where I was a reviews writer for about three and a half years. Well, really five and a half if you count freelance time. And now I'm just a Twitter and Twitch guy who's, uh, you know, trying to make my way in the world. Yeah. Where can people find you on Twitch? So on Twitch, they can find me at, uh, my channel is Vincognito, and it's the same as my uh, Twitter name. It so... makes me want to call you Guy Incognito so hard. <laughs> yeah, it's VI, it's VI. It's Vin, it's Vincognito, N E A T O at the end. Mm-hmm. Unlike my middle, my last name, which is N I T O. It's a play on yeah. words. <laughs> <laughs> you get it? You get it? There you go. Send you death threats there. You, <laughs> you, 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 uh, Jesus. <laughs> Sorry, I'm bu- I'm bummed. If you didn't hear our bonus show, bonus time this week, Michael, I had the PS4 and Xbox One dying within a week of itself. I'll, I'll make this much shorter than it was there. It's like when a really old like husband or wife dies and then their spouse dies right afterwards. Yeah, that's what it felt like. <laughs> that's, what, that's why you shouldn't have got your PS4 and Xbox One married. <laughs> yeah, I know pervert. it's legal now, but you shouldn't yeah, have done pervert. it. It's all on me now. It's, it's what you get for taking advantage of Toodle Day. It's thing. only I'm, for dogs, Chris. I'm, I'm alone. I'm, I'm in the house alone. My girlfriend's out of town. The internet is out. And that was the big hard thing. I spent... Hours trying to restore the OS from a, a memory stick, which did not fucking work at all. Uh, and it's like, fine, fine, I'll do a factory reset. And I was trying at all odds against that. I did not want to do that at all. And then I did it, and I was reminded, oh yeah, this fucking system has had mandatory installs for every mm-hmm. game I put in it since 2013. So like, pretty much on that 500 gig hard drive is. Every launch game imaginable: yeah. Dead Rising Three, Should Black I, Flag, stuff. I'm Loco not, Cycle, lo, it, Loco, definitely Loco yes. Cycle. That's the first oh, yeah. pin I ever put in. <laughs> and, and, and then, but like, oh shit! Everything I'm actually using currently yeah. is on the external hard drive, yeah. so it was not that bad until I found out. Remember the big brouhaha and the always online horseshit? Oh yeah. And I was I've gone to bat for the Xbox One not as a game system but for like a, an enhanced Roku hmm. of like holy shit I can put over the air antenna in here it's got a 4K Blu-ray player in the S mm-hmm, model. Mm-hmm. Uh, the sling is only available there instead yeah. of PlayStation that, View, which is triple the HBO price for Go less channels. Is way HBO goes is a Comcast exclusive on uh, Xbox, so it has all my video apps. And then I found out uh, when my internet went dead and Comcast wouldn't fix it again. Giant ran on bonus time. Uh, the Blu-ray player will not function even Jesus. slightly without an internet connection. The over-the-air antenna. Remember how we got TV before cable? Mm-hmm. I barely do. You have to have an internet connection mm-hmm. to watch reruns of Roseanne in standard definition. <laughs> it was it was excruciating. So the one game I hope people had good thoughts on, because mm-hmm. uh, I just had this thought, like, I was coping with 
replacing one system and had to cope with the idea of replacing two and like maybe I just don't play games anymore maybe, maybe or, I just read books from now on and then I am look up for my Flintstones comic book and I'm like oh yeah you Nintendo Switch I forgot I forgot I bought the Zelda DLC for you like uh, yeah. the second it was Your announced Hero was gonna say like now you're gonna become a PC gamer right you're gonna <laughs> drop a deuce on some series I find every way he can possible not to uh, it's not that I've I love being I have a huge Steam account I love the Steam sale all of these computers have massive amount of podcast and video mm-hmm. files I would have to delete tons of shit mm-hmm. just to run fucking Metro 2333 likely story it's, Chris look, it's, look there's two t- I have two towers uh, 9-11 was an inside job I'm trying to transition here <laughs> I was going to make I'm a cocaine joke here. but you had to go I, there I, 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 Jesus Christ Tolkien already made the 9-11 joke he did, he did, it, he did it with a title um, <laughs> I, forgot, I totally forgot where oh so I'm loading up my Switch and I'm like thank you Switch I'm a Switch gamer exclusively now I'm going to play and I, and I haven't played Zelda since I finished it in April and I load it up and it's just like there's a guardian running straight at me and not only do are the controls bizarre for Zelda because mm-hmm. no other game plays like that I right. reverse yeah. them to make them uh, easier like what the just dead like a, like another kick in the dick yeah. a repeated kick in the dick from the, the system that's supposed to be my savior yeah. I talked to Brett about it he said the new DLC he loves it and um, you, you were so close to being one of those Nintendo only gamers I was, like, I was why aren't you yeah. bringing Destiny 2 to Switch <laughs> yes why isn't Crisis 4 coming to Switch I don't understand I want to play it in the minivan uh, but uh, yeah it was it was such an odd cake topping of one last kick to the dick for little Chrissy Antista, which happened all weekend and is almost subsided. And I just, I was going to put the video up. I, I, I'm such a fucking pathetic asshole who has to make content. We had to cancel recordings. Mm. I had to stop editing a show because I have no internet, no way to upload it. I only have fucking iDevices, so I can't even move a file to a thing to upload from Starbucks. <laughs> um, so I pointed a camera at uh, me building Legos for two and a half <laughs> nice. hours nice. to manufacture content, and I put it... I couldn't get a song because I don't have access to the internet. I pull out a record player put on a record and capture it in the podcast thing, put it, and I put it online, copyright flag. Kick <laughs> every step of the way. I cannot make shit for the internet. The world doesn't, uh, it's, it's you, clear you now. You just focus the camera on your hands building Legos and you just go, I did that. Millions of views. I guarantee it. a YouTube sensation. No, I'm the Joker. No, you're Batgirl. I'm the Joker. Yes. No, I'm in costume as both Batgirl and the Joker. Oh, I'm the Joker and I'm pregnant. No, I'm more pregnant than you, Joker. Yes. I'm Spider-Man and I need to learn how to wipe my bottom. It's It's been a real... I feel like I've been in cryostasis mm. like it's this the first day back with internet and being able to record again and it hasn't even been that long yeah. but it, it feels feels odd sorry hi i delayed hi. the show <laughs> let's, let's put a let's put an ad in here this is brought to you by patreon nobody's patreon in particular just patreon <laughs> brought to you by blue apron GoDaddy. get meals on the website of your dreams <laughs> Uh, Sorry I delayed that so much. That's okay. Uh, but this, this week we're going to do something that I rarely do, which is take a listener's suggestion. Mm-hmm. In this case, uh, John Spitzano, at uh, BaldManApe on Twitter. BaldManApe. So j- well. Asked, uh, why, why don't you do a top five about uh, secondary stories that are entirely contained within collectibles or audio logs? Huh. Ah. So I... Did my best to scramble together five of the most entertaining ones I could find, including his personal suggestion. Mm -hmm. And uh, we are going to launch in with... Number five. 
barely made it down alive. But here it is. And it's real. Rapture. This is where that thing took my my poor baby girl. Anyone remember this? From Metal uh, Gear? Super Mario World? This it is well, Super Mario World. <laughs> so, but the premise is the stories contained within other stories. So mm-hmm. I mean I'm just thinking off the top of my head, like, cause, you know, gone home, the story is it's the only, audio yeah. logs. Yeah. Essentially, because it, otherwise it's just like what do you? T- What's this game about? A maid who cleans up after an autopsy? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> also a twist. In a lot of games uh, cases, it's kind of a small miracle if you even care about audio logs yeah. at all. Yeah. Like some of my favorite games, I'm just like fucking dishonored. I'm not reading a fucking word of yeah. anything I pick up. I don't care. I like. I give you I, sixty dollars. Troy Baker better read this to me. No, I, like I want to throw a knife or I want to become a rat and then like bite somebody. I don't want to stop and read yeah. or stop and listen. Yeah. And I think the problem, Dave, with that is that, like, there's a difference between those audio logs being a clever way of telling a story without interrupting you and then being a collectible for people to hunt for that just happens to give you some bonus context Mm -hmm. to the world. I think Gone Home, obviously, it's, it's like... It's found story the game, but yeah. in Dishonored, you're right. You're supposed to be running around killing shit. But not like Firewatch. Cool. Firewatch, the, the story is yeah. finding. Yeah. Yeah. But these these yeah. are all like secondary stories yeah. that are contained. Like you you get a complete story contained mm-hmm. if you like find these collectibles or listen to the the right audio logs. This is going to all be yeah. new to me. Thank you. <laughs> is it? Is but it? Well, do you do you I recognize this one? Uh, Bioshock. The, the, yeah, but yeah, but which one from Bioshock? I, I don't know. So I, it's I, Bioshock Two. Mm-hmm. The character is Mark Meltzer. And he is a father whose audio logs you find. He has traveled to Rapture to find his little girl who mm-hmm. was kidnapped in a rash of kidnappings uh, from around the Atlantic Rim, mm-hmm. basically. Uh, the Rapture is like stealing these little girls to be little sisters or turning them into big sisters. I'm not really entirely sure how it works because it's been uh-huh. years since I played this game. But Mark Meltzer is also interesting because... He was the protagonist in uh, an ARG oh. that was done to promote Bioshock 2 the year before called That's Something in the Sea. Didn't like huh. that ARG end up like you had to go to like the Atlantic or Pacific Ocean or something? It probably included something like that. But, but it, this also sounds a lot like that Bioshock 2 DLC Minerva's Den, mm. which is mm. really good. Which is about a guy who just eventually becomes a big daddy, mm. but huh. really, really good DLC. Like that's, the best that's not Bioshock. What the Bioshock Two was about what? That's not what Bioshock Two was about. Maybe it was, and I'm just mixing them up. <laughs> but, but 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 anyway, Minerva's Den is really good. So play that. This I've heard. Yes, yeah. might have been. I don't know. This lamb woman's powers of manipulation are almost scary. Her people are using the girls from the surface to gather Adam from Lamb's followers. It's in the blood. Eventually, they give themselves over. Like dying is an honor. I'd almost feel sorry for them if they didn't have my daughter. Where's my daughter? Where's my daughter? <laughs> All this stuff about Adam and Lambs. Like, somebody's read the Bible. The Bible. The Bible. Sophia Lamb, I like it's, how it's uh, Sega Genesis 2013. Yes. <laughs> Al- almost scary. Those manipulation skills aren't scary, but almost scary. Like, <laughs> I, I, I remember. Yeah, scarier. <laughs> from it's I don't remember a lot of story from games period but I do remember Bioshock the original Bioshock their audio logs made collectibles interesting and made yeah. me 
just that I could go about my business yeah. and like listen to the story. Mm-hmm. Also, that the things you were picking and, up, they were like old timey yeah. like tapes or records or whatever. I forget exactly what they were, but it was like, oh, this is a cool looking thing. And mm-hmm. now that I pick them up, I can still walk and run around. Yeah, and do my I can, shit while I can I'm pick up it. stuff. I can consume my inventory, and I thought that was a godsend because I yeah. cannot stand being forced to watch mm-hmm. a amateur writer mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> tell me his story for 40 minutes in the middle of a game I'm supposed to be interacting with. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but the Bioshock stuff, sometimes I'd stop paying attention and you start paying attention and some of the more haunting things I can remember about the game are in the audio logs. Mm. The, the, the scariest... I, I just ended up in this random room with this woman talking about being forced to have an abortion and then I turn around and it's just like that's a woman skeleton on a bed next to like a pan, yeah. and uh, like fuck. This is the most unsettling thing in the entire game. Yeah. Well, that's the thing too is that like in in games like Bioshock, where mm-hmm. the world is over, mm-hmm. like that world doesn't exist yeah. anymore. Yeah. It's, in, it's in its death throes or has long since passed its death throes. Those 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 logs are interesting because they're the only way to give voice to any of these dead people. Yeah. So it feels like an echo from the past. Except in a world that doesn't really exist, and that's really it's, fascinating. And it's great, and it's it's the least clumsy way to fill in the holes of what happened in that world while you're still playing a fun game. And mm-hmm. I, I know somebody didn't somebody do that before Bioshock the audio log. Oh yeah, I mean like Bioshock did not originate yeah. that. Like I so, can't remember who. I, honestly, I remember Halo did it, but I think after this, I would say I would say I would go as far back as even like System Shock Two, even like the one mm-hmm. I was thinking of when you guys mentioned this topic to me for the show before I came on. I was thinking about how much Doom Three did a great job mm-hmm. of like of taking the 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 corporate the cold yeah. corporate office setting and giving it a life and a story mm-hmm. through yeah. through vlogs and emails. You know, and you know, Deus Ex games have done that sure. too. Oh, but yeah, Absolutely. yeah, it goes it definitely goes way back be, before and, Bioshock. Well, uh, yeah, you've got um, what's his face with the skull gun uh-huh. in, uh, in the first Deus Ex. You've yep. got the the poor asshole trying to set up an ice cream social on Munophobos uh, <laughs> yep. yep. and Doom Three. Even in Pre- like more recently in Prey, which like I don't and know, people seem don't, don't don't seem to care about, but I love. Well, uh, it Prey. Bumped, it, I just hated the idea of like in order to learn more of the story, I have to stand at a real computer and read a <laughs> fucking email, and yeah. that to me was a total bummer. That's, I get it, it's immersive mm. and that Prey's a sure. different type of game, but. I, I knew there was something I wanted to know about that world, but I, I didn't like the way they fed it to me. Right. Um, so getting getting back sorry, to, to Meltzer, Meltzer. Uh, I mean, you're playing as a big daddy mm-hmm. trying to find your pair-bonded daughter mm-hmm. in this game, and Meltzer's journey to Rapture kind of uh, mirrors your own. Like, you're following in his footsteps, but you're also on a very similar mission, and so it's easier to relate when you find things like this. I found her. found Cindy by this... This rusted carousel. But she was just standing there, staring. Listen to her. A man and a woman and a girl, Mr. Bubble. Uh, and then he gets attacked by a big daddy at the end of the audio log. But that is not the end of Mr. Meltzer. And this is a spoiler for Bioshock 2. If, uh, Strap in, 2012. If, if you still haven't played it. Yeah, well, 2010. 2010, Jesus. <laughs> but, uh... We, you find out what happens to Meltzer after you see a big daddy and his little sister. And if you decide to kill him, you can find this audio log. Ask yourself, Mr. Meltzer. Is it better to be summarily executed as an outsider caught within these grounds? Or to be united, not just with your daughter Cindy, but with the Rapture family as well? The choice is yours. Hmm. So yeah, he chooses to and, become a big daddy, and, and you kill him. And what we're saying that these are this is an optional story. Like you might 
not yeah, have encountered you can, this. You can completely yeah. miss this. Yeah. God damn. That's yeah, pretty neat side stories. Yeah. I like it. Well, getting into collectibles. Number four. A pocket shitstorm tour. Day one. Where better to start than at the end? Or where the end started, anyway. Ground zero. Where it all came crashing down. My career first. And everything else. And I mean everything. It's got to be a, a, a Jaggy from Banjo-Kazooie. <laughs> oh, clearly. <laughs> Deep story elements hidden. I think that sounds like Horizon? Yes! Ah. Mm. This is the uh, the story you get from the vantage points that mm-hmm. are hidden throughout yeah. the world. Mm. Where this guy... As, as you find these, you realize that this is a guy going around uh, planting these spikes with these recordings and, and holo videos mm-hmm. uh, to try and capture the world as it's ending. Mm. Uh, just before everything goes to shit completely. Shouldn't have made all these robot animals. <laughs> <laughs> this place has become a real kill zone. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you get to know a lot about... <laughs> so tired of all these gorilla games. <laughs> you, you get to know a lot about his story, this guy Bashar Mati, who is like a juvenile delinquent turned engineer, and a lot of these are phrased as uh, messages to his mother. Um, you hear things like this. The pocket shit storm tour, day three. I was 13. I broke in and vandalized this place. Me and that kid, I think his name was Star. It was my first arrest. A real banner day for the Mahdi family. What a messed up kid I was. He talks about his drug use, fun stuff like that, but then... Uh, the last few messages uh, have kind of a... They kind of end on a higher note. As we watched the booster arc up into the night sky, riding a pillar of flame, you took my hand, squeezed it, and said, You have written the story of our family across the stars. So, yeah. yeah. Becomes, becomes a space engineer and launches <clears throat> probes into the cosmos, and he takes comfort in this. It's like, well, at least something I did... Will outlast me. I, I uh, and uh, some some nice people on our uh, Facebook group were like, they wanted to crowdfund a PS4 for me. <laughs> Don't. But if you have a deal, let me know this. And I hate that I've only played this game on the stream mm-hmm. for one hour because I really love this game. And I'm like, I'll get to this right when I'm done with Zelda. Sigh. <laughs> but but in, on a, no, you won't. On a weirdly serious note, like just listening to this, it and I guess it counts for maybe everything here. It's. I've never brought this up in a non-comedic way, but the Diary of Anne Frank. Because it's mm-hmm. it's the writings of the end of a civilization mm-hmm. that you experience after the atrocity is mm-hmm. already done. And, I don't know, this is yeah. chilling in the same yeah. way. Well, there, there's, there's a melancholy yeah. to finding yeah. these things. You can yeah. tell us the end of civilization because all of his recordings sound like he left his iPhone on while <laughs> using a microphone. <laughs> yeah. Or the early, even the earlier moment in Horizon where you walk into a room that's just... Skeletons, and then uh, you he, and then you you piece together how they all mutually yeah. killed themselves. Yeah, to this, avoid this was a group suicide. Go th- yeah, the, yeah, it's like whoa. Yeah, just like, play the play but, the opening of HBO's Autopsy here. That's exactly, <laughs> what, I'm, that's exactly but what I'm saying. What could have been so awful that it caused them to do all this? Dun, dun, You'll have dun. to play the game to find <laughs> out. Uh, I don't know political correctness. <laughs> 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 Anything but that. Stop being political, Chris. God. <laughs> 
Moving on. Number three. Let's lighten things up a little bit. I have spoken enough. Your men can take it from here. Hmm. Will you permit me to rest? Have something to eat? Uh, what can we get you? Not exactly a five-star restaurant, but the kitchen's used to serving a lot of different appetites. Hamburgers. Uh, <laughs> hamburgers? Metal Gear Solid 5. Yeah, this yeah, is a so great story. I was going to go with Popeye. You can tell it's Metal Gear Solid because every noun, can, that every new noun is then restated as a question. And you can yeah. also hamburgers. Nouns. And you also hear the, you can hear the, the whirring yes. of helicopter yeah. blades in the yeah. back, which is how you, which is what you hear <laughs> almost all the Quiet time. Quiet is just like staring daggers at you, like, why are we starting this mission? So, <laughs> why are you flying out here listening to hamburgers? I don't know why, but the helicopter's like, this is Metal Gear. Yeah, like, oh, I, yeah. I have not played well, 5. The, the way Metal Gear Solid 5 handles mm-hmm. audio logs is like, after you complete missions, it will like you'll unlock a certain number of tapes yeah. mm-hmm. that you can then go and listen to at your leisure if you're playing the game if you're sitting in your helicopter whatever yeah. and it, th- there's a series of tapes that it unlocks called the hamburgers of Kazuhira Miller <laughs> mm-hmm. where it's uh, after after you find the character Code Talker right. uh, there's these tapes of his interrogations that are, are post interrogations that are just him and your right hand guy Kazuhira Miller uh, going back and forth and Kaz is like trying to uh, satisfy his appetites for hamburgers. Be warned, though. I have very high standards. <sighs> Don't worry. I do too. So, no Thousand Island. Behold, <laughs> Hamburger Rex! <laughs> so, Kaz becomes mildly obsessed with trying to find a hamburger that this guy will like. He's wow. like, I used to eat a lot of hamburgers back home. <laughs> and uh, so, everything you know he Japanese tries... They always, I bet they always say hamburger instead of burger over I'll and over. I'll pay you tomorrow for a hamburger, hamburger today. <laughs> with so, extra ham. But it, it starts to escalate in strange ways. It does not hold a candle to what I back home. <sighs> Everyone's a critic. <laughs> Damn it. I was sure the Kobe beef, but maybe we didn't have enough. <sighs> we had any more. We're cutting into our profits. <laughs> profits? We'll be taking a loss on every unit. <sighs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I'll tell you what he's talking about. Uh, are you using me? It tastes a one-man focus group? Well, actually, I've already started. I got a place called uh, Miller's Maxi Buns. You are kidding me. Well, to be honest, business hasn't been great. No one seems to like my, uh, buns. The author <laughs> said Diamond Dog's budget did not add up. But he don't mean to tell me. What? No, no, no. Our, our black budget's got it all covered. I'm not embezzling GMP or anything. <laughs> Still, uh, let's not say anything to Snake, okay? So this this is, I think, a perfect encapsulation of all that is Metal Gear yes. in a series of silly conversations about hamburgers. Because it, it, like, works in all this, like, weird political stuff, these musings about human nature, uh, a bunch of, like... The budgets on this are, you know, they, it has a mild they double cross. <laughs> they, they take mm-hmm. they take a ridiculous, ridiculous notion and take it as absolutely seriously as they yeah. can. They yeah. call it Hardee's, Becky's. <laughs> it's weird. And, and they hit upon a solution finally. The palate seeks one thing: chemical additives. <laughs> chemical 
additives. There is nothing mysterious or spiritual about good flavor. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I mean, <laughs> and it's like you got the you got the as you said the repetition and yeah, as a yeah. question, uh, it's sort of you could probably tie it in with the 1980s Burger Wars between yeah, Burger King and McDonald's. Yeah. Oh, that's right, it's, it's set in the 80s. It's yes, like, and so finally, Kazuhira hits upon the perfect solution. I had our best and brightest working overtime, fine tuning the greatest burger the world has ever known. I call it. The chemical burger. <laughs> what on earth is that color? A burger to surpass Metal Gear. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had listened to more of like the uh, the codex or they're not even codex, but the recordings yeah. in this game because for one thing, like some of the Suther best parts of yeah, the game. Kiefer Sutherland well, probably has like a paragraph worth of lines in the yes. game, mm -hmm. but on tapes, like he's like he's there's tons of stuff Isn't he talks about. One of the complaints about the game is that the story is. It's all, a lot of it because it's open yeah. world, so it's just like you do things at your leisure, and like mm -hmm. once in a while there's a story thing, but it mm -hmm. rarely comes across, and rarely is Kiefer saying anything. Mm -hmm. uh, but the, he's apparently he's got a lot of recordings. But also, like when I was playing this game, I'm like I'm just gonna play "She Blinded with me, me with Science" again. Like oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just play all these eighty songs. Me I with science. Yeah. Uh, there's so many. Uh, She's a man-eater. I had to sneak behind enemy lines to get this 80s song on yeah. tape, so I'm going <laughs> to play the hell of it. shit out of it yeah. and, and play it as I'm storming a <laughs> yeah. uh, military base and taking out a bunch of dudes. <laughs> like that, That's part of what makes this game so much fun yeah. and why I was like pushing on it so hard. Like, no, this is one of the but best Metal, games yeah. ever. I love that Metal Gear's always done that. Like, they always make, mm -hmm. even with Metal Gear Solid 2, it's like uh, Illuminati shit, but then also you can hide in a locker and masturbate to a poster. Yes. It's like... They can mix lowbrow and highbrow so well. So, to, to spoil the ending of this plotline, uh, Kaz invents the chemical burger, which looks disgusting, but uh, Kotaker eats it, and it's perfect, and Kaz is like, it's, it's delicious, it's incredibly cheap to manufacture, it's so loaded with preservatives that it'll <laughs> keep forever, and uh, this, this could solve the global hunger crisis. People will no longer fight over food, or find reason to hate one another. Mankind will come together, reunited between these fluffy buns. Forget Pax Americana. Say hello to Pax Hamburgana. <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> hey, they're optional. <laughs> this is one of many stories in the middle of here. Jesus Christ. That is the well, only is game I ever gave a 10 to, and I, am, I have never regretted it for one second. Nor should you. Not for one wait, second. So wait, did the burger get like shut down or something? Like What? what? I, I need to know the end of the story. It's an alternate history. They have holographic cell phones in 1984. Yes, but <laughs> True, they couldn't the they have pulled Snake off the battlefield like, we figured out world hunger. I think everything's just going to solve itself yep. from there. Yeah. <laughs> Time paradox. Yes. <laughs> the later games Man. can't happen anymore. The only problem is people eat so many burgers that they feel asleep all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's full circle. Yeah, yeah it's full yeah. circle. Yeah. Does anybody yeah. have this game on Xbox One? <laughs> I, I do, actually. Why? Because <laughs> uh, oh. it came bundled with a controller that was really yes. cheap. All right. It's a game game. All right. Spoiler. Uh, <laughs> but this this is one of my all time favorites, but it maybe doesn't have quite the cult following mm. that this next one does. Number two. Uh, 
Is this the Labyrinth, the BBC radio uh, program? Stroke Simulator wow. 2K18? I'm, I'm actually stumped. I... So maybe maybe this will trigger a memory? It sounds like The Simpsons doing Bobby McFerrin. <laughs> I'm worried. Need money. Well, that one is actually... that That's an, like an Easter egg, what I just played, that takes a little effort okay. to hear. <laughs> there's, there's tons of YouTube videos where people like try to dissect it and transcribe what it means, slow it down, reverse it, like what could he be saying... Uh, but if I play this, you might recognize it a little more. You got suckers, luck. Have you given enough? Does it feel like a trial? Does oh, it trouble. trouble. Yeah. Portal 2. The Ratman yeah. dens that you have to, oh. that are like, they're, they're all weird oh Easter eggs that you have to like eject yourself off the beaten path to yeah. find. And when you do, you'll find like these strange murals that this guy left oh my behind. God, I forgot all about this. Yeah, you, you will find, you will hear that uh, weird rambling, which is all about like, help me, Mr. Johnson, help yeah. me find my desire. I only ever found one, but it's like, it's a real weird juxtaposition, like all these like clean, like, uh, Sanitary rooms mm. that are just made for mm. science testing, and then you somehow find this little doorway, and it's like, oh, this is a, like a hoarder's room. Yeah, and like this like, little place yeah. with a bunch of empty bean cans. Ri- things written on the wall and a radio playing static and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the, the, the Ratman dens were left behind by Doug Ratman, <laughs> uh, spelled with two T's and two N's. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's clearly a real name. Exactly. Um, who is a researcher who helped build GLaDOS. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of his backstory was revealed in a supplementary comic called Lab Rat, although you can figure out a lot of it just from finding these dens and playing the game. Uh, he's a schizophrenic, and uh, when the when when GLaDOS like, released neurotoxin to kill everyone at Aperture Science... He somehow survived and escaped and was, like, hiding in these dens running around. and Little rat nests. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he ran out of antipsychotic medication, had, like, just two pills left. And uh, he's, you find out he's actually the reason that, like, Chell was chosen uh, as the first test subject that GLaDOS used. Hmm. Uh, and because specifically he chose her because, like, her file said, like, way too stubborn and persistent. Uh, don't test her. Don't don't use it for anything. So he's like, okay. doesn't say anything ever for some reason. Yeah, this one. And I'll, <laughs> Very I'll silent. I'll save my last two pills for when she succeeds. Um, so he's uh, he's sort of an instrumental behind the scenes character. Huh. Uh, has Im- like kind of projected this weird savior complex onto Chell, which, as we know, is not completely unwarranted. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, as you're exploring one of his dens, you can find a radio that plays this. <laughs> So this was oh, a. Good. I'm signing out to AOL. Yeah, part of, part of a much lo- it's longer. Rockadoodle being played through a modem. <laughs> well, somebody like uh, put it through like uh, an imager or something. Like, what what happens oh, if wow. we image this this transmission, this frequency, and it turns out like it's this very rough picture of like companion cubes on the moon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so. And yes, yet another tease for Half-Life 3. Mm. Which will never, ever happen. It could never live up to any expectations now. Why doesn't... Why not, it just doesn't. Maybe when, when we we have a week left to live, Val mm-hmm. should re- <laughs> release Half-Life 3. 
Maybe they'll release it when Steam stops becoming profitable. Is this Valve's? I was just, I was gonna say, Valve's waiting until like their stocks are in the tank. This is their and they're like, okay, it's time to rise. This is, this is our secret boys. weapon. What year was yep. this? Oh, shit, what year was this? This is Valve's Portal, last. Portal Two is twenty eleven. Yeah, what, what year Valve's did the, last game? What year did the yeah. PS three fail? Because <laughs> <laughs> it was around the same time. I remember. It's like I really want to play Portal Two. Mm. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it was twenty eleven. Twenty eleven. Yeah. Valve's last non Dota game. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Man, that's, that's okay. Dota is the one true game. But I, I've been I've been dying to revisit this again because I played the original Portal due to its brevity mm-hmm. like a billion mm-hmm. times, and I've only played yeah. I played Portal once two days before it came out, and I've never touched it again. Uh, and it was such a fun experience, and it was on in the Steam sale. I should have picked it up for a buck ninety nine. And so one of these days, I'm going to have to play through the co op campaign because people I still said, yeah. Yeah. that's basically yeah. Portal Three. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's right there. They yeah. they had an entire second game in the first game, and I want to give. Valve a giant hats uh, off, well <laughs> the developers of Portal if, even if it's not Val- Valve but like there's a story in every Portal but you if the sound was off you'd never know it but you can keep playing the game and enjoy yourself the entire time mm-hmm. I don't know like I, I, I find I, I people people have yelled at me because I bash a lot of game stories because it's usually like story Chris on the yeah. same way <laughs> it's, yeah. yeah it's baby's first story and mm-hmm. it's usually meant to service gameplay whereas Valve is like the gameplay is going to unfold no matter what and like but if you want to enjoy these little bits and pieces we will include those moments for you to find and I, I forgot all about Ratman mm-hmm. for fuck's sake because oh, yeah. I, I never I, I found him I way more I remember Charlie Barrett writing stories yeah. about Ratman and yeah. like wait has he never played secrets. Portal 2 I played I, what I thought he... you said you found Ratman's stuff once and like yeah that was all the... over the place. Oh yeah, no, I thought you hadn't played Portal Two, which is like no. how could you not play a game that has no? Uh, I, pl- I played Simmons and I played it a week version. before it came out. Oh, uh, they're talking about the original Portal back Never in the mind. back in the Dizzle okay. Day. All right, well, uh, let's move on to hello. This is. They call me Subject 16. Listen, I don't have much time. There's something I have to show you. We have been lied to this whole time. Everything we know, everything we've been brought up to believe, it's wrong. All wrong. Haze? Haze? No? Haze, no. Uh, Reddit Red Pill. Uh, Any other guesses? Um, No. Hold it. Um... Nolan mm. North's Gravity Explosion. Fuse. Is it another? Is it a first-person shooter that has four letters in it? No. It, Dang. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Would I put that at number one? <laughs> um, so, okay, my, my last guess. Ask yourself so, again. What would I put at number one? Assassin's Creed something or other? Mm-hmm. Oh, mm. was that Desmond? No. That's, no. Uh, the Secret Diary of Desmond Pfeiffer. No, that's no. that's Subject 16, <laughs> a.k.a. Clay Kazmarek, uh-huh. uh, in Assassin's Creed 2. Oh, uh, I did in, play. What what are they? The glyphs that you mm-hmm. find throughout the game. Gotcha. That's one of the symbols. What does it mean? It must be there for a reason. Can you take a closer look? Hey! Try using eagle vision. Not good all day. Wait, wait. That's, that's not possible. This can't be. Hold on. That's computer code. So yeah, there's all these weird symbols, mm-hmm. uh, and they're they're sort of creepy in their placement and what happens when you go up to them using Inglevision that it like transports you into these strange puzzles. And again, that are this very is, creepy. It's these these mom Nancy mm-hmm. Drew this hidden is, object games. This is I, number one because it uh, is 
a completely optional secondary yeah, yeah. plot line, but it explains all the underpinnings of the Assassin's yeah, Creed universe to this. you in a way that's really weird and engaging. For example... I have to stay here until you understand. Listen, why do we have these gifts, these abilities? Because it's in our blood! Second sound clip that deals with something being in the blood yeah. uh, mm. in this show. But uh, that explain why somebody wrote the tutorial in blood on the wall. Mm-hmm. Right? Ah, the Dead Space yes. show. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, it's also at the end of Assassin's Creed One. You see all these like after right. images written in blood <laughs> that you can only see with eagle vision. Um, but the Subject Sixteen glyph storyline, and which was continued into the clusters of Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, mm-hmm. uh, outline that everything, every major event in history, yeah. every major person, every conspiracy was a product of this long-running secret war between the Assassins and the Templars. For example, one of the puzzles shows you, like, shots of Kennedy in Dallas next to, like, Lee Harvey Oswald's mugshot, and you hear... Wolves are out hunting. Where, oh, where has Jack gone? Um, yeah, mm. like I would I find that offensive, but there is a Transformers movie that posits that the Transformers <laughs> helped with the Underground Railroad. Exactly. So, so it's, okay. the new one, yes. it's fair game now. Fair game. <laughs> uh, you also uh-huh. find out that Hitler was actually supposed to be spirited away by the Templars at the end of World War II. But uh, we forgot. Uh, Oops. But the assassins found him first. They engineered the war. They engineered the peace. But they weren't going to get away with it. Find our mark. Uh, yeah, the, the mark is in that question is like, oh, look around at this photo until you find the assassin logo. It was, yeah, I remember these being pretty baffling. Like, you only yeah. have to find one, but it's just them letting you know they're there. What do you mean? Isn't, isn't you have to, like you find one? You're directed to find one glyph mm-hmm. and engage with that, just so you know that they exist yeah. in the rest of the game. And I, after like spending 50 hours, and I forgot they were there. Um, and then I, once I found one again. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're, they're always in sort of weird, like, high places. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can usually see them in the distance. But if mm-hmm. you, like, just turn on Eagle Vision, like, oh, there's something glittering over there. I should probably go mm. check it out. And uh, then it leads to, like, a new set of puzzles and revelations. And, like, a lot of them are right. actually pretty challenging. I know because I wrote a guide about them. Mm-hmm. But, uh, like, here's, here's a picture. And you have to, like, turn all these interlocking rings and... Uh, it's it's a little bit complicated, and uh, but it all leads up to you unlocking a video called The Truth. And uh, again, spoiler, if you haven't played Assassin's Creed 2, uh, but this is kind of a widely known thing for fans of the series. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get a short video of people running, and then they turn to talk to each other, and you hear... Adam, I have it! Eve! Look out! Um, yeah, you basically find out like, oh, all this leads back to Adam and Eve uh, in the first civilization on the first YouTube and they're, they're video. They're wearing like these glistening uh, flesh-colored suits. Be uh, sure to like, comment, and subscribe, <laughs> Eve. <laughs> but it was it was really huge at the time to like I didn't discover that and like this is such a huge surprise mm-hmm. and like yeah, the, what what this game is saying about like human society and how it's lore ties into that like it was it got to be like really subversive it, it did uh, did a lot of things like uh, oh yeah Henry Ford and Thomas Edison were uh, 
both Templars who helped engineer World War II and like wrote each other letters saying, let H have his fun for now, and then we'll come in to pick up the pieces when it's all over. Uh, <laughs> Sounds like a modern memo. Yeah. <laughs> I can see it yeah, and then in Brotherhood, you hear things like somebody calling up their cable company and saying, like, yeah, I saw this weird picture between channels. I kind of think something's wrong. It's like, oh, don't worry. We'll send a technician to your location immediately. And like, but I, I think there's something really wrong here. Daddy, someone's banging on the door really hard. Hi, from Comcast. <laughs> and someone ordered the Hidden Blade. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the Templar sending a hit squad to somebody who sought to My joke much. was inaccurate. Yeah. I'm s- I know. I'm, I'm so sorry. Consider who I'm you're so talking sorry. to. So sorry. For Comcast doesn't like to kill you that quickly. That's true. It's a time <laughs> yeah, warrior yeah. thing. Yeah. They like to bleed you dry over a long yes. period of time. It's really more They'll, cock They shit, like to make right? you financially destitute, <laughs> and then you'll kill yourself, and then they'll still bill you, and then your your uh, your next of kin has got I mean, to pay your, your cable bill. It's just not complete unless you wait in line for two oh, hours. Yes. I forgot all about this back. <laughs> That's I don't know. I don't I don't know how to think to feel about this because is this something that paid off initially or? I mean, like I said, this is like the the underpinnings of the whole series. This yeah. is where it establishes that, like, two. this is a millennia-long conflict. This isn't just like, hey, this weird murder cult uh, spread out to Europe somewhere. It's just that I feel like I know that, and I know I didn't go for all the glyphs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how. But it's been written about extensively since the game I guess came by out, you, so. and yeah. I talked to you a lot. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you do. Mm-hmm. It might have rubbed off on you. I mean, 3 really made that, like, drove home that that conflict had been going on for a long time and was the lifeblood of the series. Yeah. You know? So I think, you know, two, yeah, the end of two with, with uh, if you did all that optional stuff, it was a revelation. But yeah, if you, three and on, it's just like, eh, this is the game now. This yeah. is the story. Now you, now you know this. Yeah. Yeah. We're you not know hiding anything about those cuck-ass Templars. <laughs> 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 oh, I'm entertaining the shit out of it's myself. It's the cucks versus the alphas <laughs> in the next Assassin's Creed. <laughs> Forget Templars. Uh, I'll say, like, I do kind of... I usually skip these kind of recordings and games like this. But I think if you really make them hidden and really make them things that you earn, Mm -hmm. that would... That's a big, like... I would be way more into getting one of these because Friday the 13th, which I spearheaded to get on the top five, even though it's got, like, a Metacritic rating of crap, uh... (laughs) I, I think that is there, actually there what are, it's called. There are recordings in that game. They're called the Pamela Tapes. They're recordings of Jason's mother, and I think mm-hmm. it's kind of like giving you tips, but also more lore for Jason, mm-hmm. even though there's fucking ten movies worth. <laughs> uh, I have not found one, and people don't even know yeah. where to find them. Like, they just randomly show up. Like, you're opening a drawer really? hoping to find, like, a first aid spray or a flare gun, and it's like, oh shit, a tape. Well, the tapes are usually around the... Car no, it's to... like pe- people had to figure out the fucking like complex equation to kill Jason in that mm-hmm. game, which they eventually did. People still don't know when you fucking find the tapes that have Damn, Jason's tapes. mom's like recordings. That's I don't the know one, what they're on. They are on on YouTube. I know. I, I don't want. I want to find them in the natural. I want to find one the natural way. Well, they're, they're like. Uh... Tyler Conversations left, with, like, cops. Tyler yeah. left a Pamela tape over here. I think uh. it's got the drummer from Motley Crue in it, though. <laughs> You're so good, lover. <laughs> this is insane. I've watched the tape. I mean, you know, I know that line's didn't. in there. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they call each other lover, which is so weird. But it's not in the Pamela Voorhees yeah. tapes, unfortunately. I can't jerk off to that unless it's Will Ferrell and Rachel Trash. <laughs> <laughs> you. Lava. Um... <laughs> 
Huh? All right. Did I ruin right. the conversation? Uh, no, sure. Hey, baby. Hey, Wilfred's hot, man. No, I, but, I, <laughs> but I do love this because I don't like sitting and watching a movie in the middle of my game. I like the story unfolding. I mean, you can make some game-based incentive to learn more about the story. I think mm-hmm. that's... Especially when it's lore, not something immediately plot-worthy. You have to earn my fucking interest for that. And so many games start out thinking, I care about the yeah. fucking world oh, yeah. and all this if shit happens. If I'm finding ancillary dialogue ten minutes in, yeah. get the I fuck don't out of here. care yet. Like, please give me some time to like get myself invested in the world. Yeah. Then give me the extra little tapes and shit. Yeah, have someone speak to me in first person for four and a half minutes. Yeah. <laughs> At least movies do do us the pleasure of, of you know taking stupid shortcuts like sappy music and yeah. dramatic yeah. camera angles <laughs> to at least let us know, we hope you care right <laughs> now. But like games literally... <laughs> Literally waste an hour of your time assuming yeah. you care. And I say, I say that as and a person. Like, oh. I get a lot of criticism for that. I say that as someone who loves stories and like movies. A movie would never be able to get away with a, like a five minute uncut yeah. scene of oh. someone explaining <clears throat> exposition to you because that's clumsy and stupid. Yeah. But if you if you if you want to say it in like an appendices in a book, that's cool. Yeah. If you want to say it on on a little communicator on my wrist as I walk around the universe and see examples of what you're talking about, that's beautiful and something yeah. only games can do. Yeah. So I love audio logs for the most part, and I'm surprised that didn't dig that much into most of these other than yeah, Prodolin. Kind of surprised too. I, I, AC was so long ago I can't even remember <laughs> AC2. 2009, yo. 2009, almost 10 years old. Man. Mm-hmm. You guys have been listening to us Assassin's Creed is time. almost old enough to be in middle school. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna ask it to the junior prom. <laughs> this is the 10th anniversary of the first game. Oh, is it really? Yes. Thirty twenty ten. Pay attention, people. Hey. We'll be talking about it. You want to come on as a special guest? Oh, maybe Talk about the 10th anniversary of Assassin's Creed. That's a good idea, actually. <laughs> Find an old advertisement and see Michael's name in it. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, that's been our top five. We're gonna take a little break, and when we come back, we're gonna talk about some new releases, some news, some other stuff. Stay tuned. Fine folks for listening. Hope you're not too bored. You know what the perfect solution is for being bored and always has been? Goddamn video games. <laughs> That's why this episode is brought to you by Gamefly. And just so you know, you listeners can go to GameflyOffer.com slash LazerTime and get started with a free 30-day trial of the service. What is Gamefly? It's like Netflix, but for games, you should know that by now. You create a queue. They ship out uh, two to three games to you. It's up to you. You play them for as long as you want, ship them back, and they'll just keep on shipping stuff from your queue. This is a great way to save money on not only playing a bunch of new releases, a bunch of old releases, because not only does Gamefly have over 8,000 titles ranging from PS4, Xbox One, Wii U, PS Vita, they go all the way back to the original Wii, the original Xbox, PS2 in certain cases. I know, right? And to sweeten the service even more, Gamefly allows you to buy a game back. Have you kept it out for a long time? Do you want to just keep it? Are you that settled into the multiplayer? You can buy that game back from Gamefly fly at an extremely reduced cost and they'll send you the box and manual as if you purchased it anywhere else. Once again, you don't have to take my word for it. You can get started with a 30-day free trial for yourself by going to gameflyoffer.com/lasertime. Laser Time. 
You like Laser Time shows? Then you might like Bonus Time, Laser Time's weekly bonus show exclusively on Patreon.com slash Laser Time. Here's a taste of what you've been missing. Yeah, I got. I showed up there with like 40 minutes before my flight, just like eight steps. I'm through, <laughs> I'm through security. It was mm. so easy, though. This was the first time it's ever happened to me. I bought a Swiss Army knife. I was just feeling like it. I, what? So I bought Amazon, it. Amazon Gold Box. Uh, okay. I'm calling it right now. If you want to hear the actual reason, it was because it was on sale. And it so was, what? And and it was right after it was right after the election. I was thinking like, I need a knife in case the world's over, what? which is what? a stupid thing. A tiny I'm, knife. The NRA has know. plans. You can see the Facebook video no, right it's now. Not I'm going to stab you with my wine bottle. No, opener. it's not a knife to stab people. It's a tool. It's a tool. Mm. And it's I a survival it. tool. Mm. Get open but wine like, with it. It's the worst version of all those tools. <laughs> I wasted money. It's yeah. true, but but Thank I you, that's not I, our Henry. But I put it in my I put it in my backpack and hadn't flown since I got it in November, and oh, so wow. I actually made it. Th- I didn't know why. I forgot I had it. I made it to Long Beach with it in there, and nobody caught it in our wonderful TSA. But when I flew back, that is when they caught it, and they're just like. You can put this in your car if you want. I was like, just, just throw, throw it away. away. Just throw, <laughs> throw it away. <laughs> Goodbye, $20. <laughs> Get bonus time, Laser Time's weekly, full-length, uncensored, and ad-free Patreon-exclusive podcast, as well as full-length movie commentaries, wrestling and cartoon video commentaries, the first season of Talking Simpson, and more at patreon.com slash laser time, starting at just five bucks. You'll help us live, and we'll do our best to help you never be bored again. And welcome back to our wonderful second segment where we will jump right in with There are no new releases. Hmm. Uh, Impossible. Uh, there's a couple of things we're talking about. Uh Let's see, PS4 has, uh, I've already forgotten the name, That's You! Mm-hmm. That's You. Which is a cell phone controlled party game, sort it of me. in a. <laughs> <laughs> it me! That me. Uh, sort of in the mode of. Lee movie? Jackbox games yeah. were. Uh, yeah, a lot of uh, very Jackbox games, mm-hmm. uh, user mm-hmm. words sort of game. That This is like a Sony first party kind of jump into that, that, that genre, which I feel like. Really needs to start. It needs to have like a major incline soon because I think Jackbox is amazing. Yeah. I think User Rewards is really fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't played. Uh, I don't want that's me- you. I yet. don't want a mega corporation on this. I want this to be a little guy thing. Yeah, I guess. But also, yeah, like this is one I think that's more personal. Mm-hmm. Like we play ours on mm-hmm. a monthly stream with our patrons every month. Patreon.com super fun. Laser time. Because like. It's behind a Patreon paywall, so we can be as disgusting as we want to be. Exactly. But Uncle Cosby's House of Auschwitz, my go-to answer. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, but this one is supposed to be like you take a picture of yourself, and then it's like you're with a group of friends, and then I think the gist of it is that like you answer like, which of your friends is most likely to eat ass? Mm-hmm. This is the example I used before, and I haven't <laughs> thought of a better one since. That's like, you. That's you. <laughs> Martha, we all know you eat ass. <laughs> Judging by the debris in your beard, I'd say it's Dave. <laughs> I had a Twix before the episode. That's clearly a girl's dingleberry. <laughs> I just realized what a beardy podcast this is. Like, and I shared, have, I, I shared a Twix with I literally yeah. said I was going to keep growing it until my internet was fixed in protest. Yeah. What a shitty protest. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Um, Nobody yeah. We're the opposite you. of Eskimo Brothers. Whatever <laughs> we shared... We shared Twix. Uh, shared Twix. <laughs> also out this week, uh, Kirby's Blowout Blast, which uh, doesn't come out till Thursday. Also so. weird sexual connotations. Yeah. I have no idea why. <laughs> yes. Uh, but uh, games that came out last Friday, mm-hmm. uh, 
Crash Bandicoot and Insane Trilogy. Yep. One of us here has actually hey. played it. Yes. And that was me. Yeah. yeah. Me, it was Vince. I. Take You're it streaming away. it. Where you, where, where that's you? you. Yeah. I, it is, you that's me. <laughs> that's so, me. So you, you played it. Uh, how does it compare to the originals? So, I mean. It can only be better. Well, yeah. I mean, obviously. Mm-hmm. It, it, what's interesting is that it's. Visually, it's one of those things where you play it and you're like, wow, this is exactly like I remember it, which is like a huge feat, right? Because yeah. obviously if you booted up you know, the original Crash Bandicoot or any of its sequels now mm-hmm. on a PS1, on a CRT, you'd go, what the who is this, this triangle like, man? What is he doing? But, but this is not run it through that emulation filter where it just looks better. It's a no. remade game, and it can benefit, A, from the widescreen aspect ratio mm-hmm. for the side-scrolling missions, but they can do other things with the camera to make some of those levels that are in- criminally unfair. Mm-hmm. And, I'll, and um, I'll say they don't actually take any, any of those advantages. All that stuff is definitely as unfair, <laughs> yeah. as, so, as, unfair as you remember it, although I, I personally really... Yeah. What I thought was interesting about those really unfair levels mm-hmm. where you're running towards the screen, yeah. and I totally get why people don't like that and why it's kind of a, a design problem. Mm-hmm. But what was interesting and kind of a testament to the way they spaced out their platforms mm-hmm. and the rhythm they established with the player in, in, in those levels is that even though I was not able to see where I was supposed to be landing, I never really felt like I died because of that because they the game... The game, if you play the, even just the first few levels, it kind of trains the player to yep. know, like, this is the meter. This is the cadence mm-hmm. with which our, our jumps come. And then amazingly, when you're not seeing where you're landing, mm-hmm. it almost, as long as, assuming you react fast enough to seeing a ledge, yeah. then you always hit the jump. And th- that, that kind of, like, trust that gets developed between the player and the designer is, like, pretty rare, especially in platformers today. You don't see, you don't see that trust. What you see is a designer that assumes the player has literally no skill and isn't tuned in to the idea <laughs> of platforming, giving you platforms that are 30 times the size of the character and, you know, giving you all the room and time in the world to make those jumps. And this was, like, the exact opposite. Like, I went to stream it because I thought it would be a cool, fun, like, just chill-out stream with my audience. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I, I actually had to really dial in and concentrate because it was actually a demand a demanding platforming challenge, the likes of which, like, we haven't had yeah, in a we, long we time. Yeah, we finished the original on our stream, like, a year ago. Uh-huh. Yeah, I just, I'd only finished, in quotes. I think yeah, we, we skipped we, around. Yeah, we skipped around, used codes. Mm. Uh, I, still I think a Game Shark was uh, pulled out at some point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I beat the whole thing on stream and then moved oh. on to... Oh, wow. Yeah, I beat the whole thing on stream and moved on to two. Mm. Um, but I think the coolest, uh, the coolest thing about it... Uh, yeah. I think the coolest thing about it, though, is that... And I said this to my, to my folks on stream, too, is that Super Mario 64... Mm-hmm. like unquestionably a bigger achievement, like a greater oh, achievement yeah. in the scope mm-hmm. of games. But I remember when it, when when I played Super Mario 64 in like a Toys R Us kiosk for the first time, I was blown away. I was like, oh my god, an analog stick. Oh my god, a hub world. Mm-hmm. What are these things? Um, but I remember thinking to myself, this isn't a 3D version of what I love about Mar- Mario games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was something else. It, it was, was something. Expo- else it was exploration. Entirely. It was puzzle solving. It was still fun and amazing, and it captured my imagination. But it wasn't the 3D version of what I loved in 2D, and mm-hmm. that's what Crash nailed. Mm-hmm. Crash what felt like a 3D version of yeah. constant perilous <clears throat> jumps, point. constant enemies that you have to deal yeah. with, stomp mm-hmm. on or avoid. Um, and Mario 64 just... has 
like no enemies. <laughs> yeah, none. Like, like none. There's like four per level. Yeah, <laughs> spaced around over like six six acres. Meanwhile, Crash literally has the small Mario, big Mario thing with yeah, the, uh, the, the the mask. It's funny because you play Mario sixty four. Like in the first level, they're like in the first thirty seconds, they're like, okay, here's a here's one Koopa Troopa, stomp on him and yeah. make his shell hit that you'll one Goomba. Two, you'll see two more of these <laughs> for the rest again. of the game. Exactly. That's and that's it. And I remember thinking like. Everything else was so wonderful that I was like, okay, but mm-hmm. no, playing Crash reminded me when I wanted a 3D version of Super, of Super Mario Bros. 3, like, that's what Crash and was. And I'm, I'm glad it happened. We, we do 30, 20, 10 a show where we yeah. look back 30, 20, and 10 years ago, and last year we were at that 96 point. Where, where everyone like, had a big dog in the race. Yeah, where, yep. where it's, like, it's like, okay, games aren't demanding to be 3D, but in order to sell yeah. new systems, we need them to be. And uh-huh. there were three branching points, yeah. and it was Mario 64... Crash Bandicoot and Knights yeah. into Dreams, which oh, I'm a big love fucking Knights fan. Mm. But, too, man. but like we've seen other versions of Mario, we've seen Knights Remaster, but Crash never had yeah. the luxury of being represented. Mm. No one bothered to rip off that formula, right? And that's I don't think it's fair for me to judge Crash because of that. I don't know why no one else mm. made a game like that. Yeah, other, other than uh, everybody on iPhone, <laughs> and, like, just just those portions. But like I, I I realized when I saw some people playing it, yeah, I did want to see that. Redone and, and given the same treatment as Mario and Sonic or some things people consider classic. Yeah. It shouldn't be considered less than. It was one of the three big things we looked at. Like this is what 3D games are going to look like. They tried. They had no yeah. idea. And it's it's a little clunky in certain places, but it's oh, cool still. to see it refined again. So yeah. I hear it's Dark Souls. Is it Dark Souls? <laughs> it's the, it cra- confirmed. Crash Bandicoot in Saint. Uh, uh, is yeah. ju- you know, um, is definitely the it's, Dark Souls. It's, it's, you have to go and like uh, go to campfires now, and then all the yes. enemies are back. <laughs> it's the near automata for Dark Souls for oh, uh, okay. League of Legends fans. <laughs> nice, it's, nice. it's everything you want. It's, and there's a fidget spinner. Well, Actually, we literally God, would get a fidget yeah, spinner at GameStop. I think if you reserve this game. Oh so. my God! What I hear now. is it's that it's actually the Neo for. Grand Gravity Rush 2 aficionados <laughs> who are also in the Yakuza 0. <laughs> but I really did want to play this and I, I got really excited when I misread. Oh, that's a game deal, I guess. But uh, there was going to be... This was free on PS4. Of course it's not. It's nowhere else, right? Yeah, no, huh? no, no. And it looks it looks beautiful. Yeah, it I mean, looks as, beautiful. As, beaut- yeah. As, as much as that, you know, like that art style... Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I can't really describe it in words, I don't think. It's kind of a... It's pretty singular and strange in its own way. But, like, it looks amazing with the updated assets. Like, as really as a older gamer, it was it was like the end of, like, yeah, this shit can look like a cartoon or anything we want it to be. It doesn't mm. have to be gritty or weird or realistic. It's just yeah. a giant anthropomorphic thing in a cute, colorful universe. And I love seeing that in the modern age. It's semi-rare. It- uh it is, but it was also a strange reminder of just how, and I'm sure all you guys are veterans, so you know this, you'll remember this, it was a reminder of how brown the PS1 era yeah. was, yeah. just like how, how, how just like oppressively brown Crash himself was. is a lighter shade of brown. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Other than that, though, I think visually it translates really well. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I, it's something I really want to check out someday after Horizon <laughs> Zero is done. I get a PS4 again. And uh, that day may never come. I can't... Uh, it, look, I, I wanted to say to the people who are talking about crowdfunding, it, your crowdfunding is already the thing that finances that. Mm-hmm. I just have a budget, and it's not <laughs> in the budget this month. But if you have a discount, I'll go into debt for it. <laughs> like, I will, but I haven't seen anything. Okay. Mm. Well, speaking of going into debt, oh, it's Zelda. your time to shine. Wait, and actually, oh. yeah, so there was a couple oh, yeah. of mm. Switch releases. One mm. was, yeah, the DLC for Breath of the Wild. Yeah, and I, I, I'm going to reiterate just what Brett said. Brett appeared on bonus time this week, the... Patreon exclusive bonus show, and he talked about what he liked about the the new game, and that that 
I didn't think it was going to be that cool, the family circus style. Oh yeah, tracing mm-hmm. your steps in Zelda. So one, he said, like it had a, a limited markation system where you could mark certain things in the map. Right. But with this, it sort of tells you where you collected things and where you died. So you don't mm. have to do that anymore. And there wasn't really a good way to point out that like there's a giant fucking thing here. Yeah. Uh, and and but it, not only that, it's a, he he Brett was retracing his steps. Uh, and he looked around and was like, I didn't explore yeah. an- anywhere near as much of this map as I thought I did. Oh, yeah. Because there's, there's clearly a path through these areas, and I'm not exploring anything in these trees, because you're used to games telling you, like, that's a texture. No, in Zelda, mm-hmm. it was a thing you could walk inside, yeah. and you might you could play it for 100 hours, and maybe you didn't. Well, also, you know, it's not counting, like, there's a difference between what you saw yeah. and where you went. Like it, it, that little line going through, like doesn't count. It's all literally the time. just like, where you It's not where yeah. you like look like. Yeah, eh, but here's where I flew off a mountain and saw like the surrounding countryside stretching up. But for you, miles. you know, like if you finish that game, like I did with within a hundred hours, there's probably at least like four city miles you didn't yeah. ever mm-hmm. set oh, foot yeah. in. Oh, yeah. You like looked at while you I glided literally over. Literally, I, I just finished the game this morning, mm-hmm. and I was at oh, fifty okay. hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I bought the DLC, even though like I fucking have more than half of mm-hmm. the um, the trials mm-hmm. to do. Like I finished the game with just enough hearts to get the Master Sword, and mm-hmm. then like, all right, I think I can beat Ganon, and it took me fucking forever, but I did it. <laughs> and then I looked at that 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 family circus shit, mm-hmm. and it's like, yeah, I didn't touch like three out of the four corners of the map. Yeah. Yeah. Like, because it's like, ah, that mount's too big. And you assume there's nothing there, and there is, yeah. and you get the Korok mask, and it's it's like kind of rattle. What does it rattle a bit when you walk by? Yeah. And those, and those to me, like, I, I can't... I think I said that on another show. I think collectibles are lazy, and I had a lot of tolerance for them. Yeah. When I worked at McDonald's and made four seventy five an hour, and I can afford one game every month, mm-hmm. it's great that I could keep collecting tapes and Tony yes. Hawk and <laughs> Kazooies and mm-hmm. Banjo. I mean, what... What Zelda really needed was audio logs, <laughs> but it's but it's not but it's not a collectible. It's usually like a tiny puzzle or a giant puzzle. There are a couple giant puzzles for Korok seeds that I'm like, I'm not doing that for yeah. a seed. I'm not waiting for a certain time of day to place yeah. a sundial somewhere. But there is like this new trials thing that mm-hmm. is in the uh, Zelda DLC that mm-hmm. is like that one. Um, Trial where you get stripped of everything. I love that. And That's it's my basically a thing cool. that you do in Naked Run. Yeah, yeah Naked Run. Yeah. Naked also, Run. Uh, Zelda does sort of have audio logs if you count like the photo yeah. opportunities yeah. that like reawaken me. those memories. I mean, they're, they're just uh, kind well, of they're true. they're a little yeah. more vital to yeah. finish. Yeah. The yeah. Game. I also liked uh, Penny Arcade's take on it, where they're mm-hmm. like, "Oh, this hero's path thing is nuts. Look at this. Uh, here, here's what I did, just wandering mm-hmm. aimlessly, and it's mm-hmm. like this map is just covered in like dicks that are drawn, aimless wandering that I drew." with a sword and grass. Uh-huh. Like, this, huh, I just wandered aimlessly no and created like three dozen yeah. dicks. So that Hero's Path like made me realize like, I fucking suck at this game. I died <laughs> ten times at this one point. Why didn't I give up? Why didn't I go in opposite? I probably did. I probably died ten times to the same fucking mm-hmm. goblin that I that shouldn't have had any business beating me, but like... Mm-hmm. Whatever. I finished it. That means I'm the best at, at yeah. it by definition. Again, I was... I, 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 haven't played a game that much in a long time, and it was bizarre picking it up again. Like, how do I even jump in this game? Why does Nintendo keep setting its default jump button to triangle? Mm-hmm. Assholes, no one does that. And <laughs> oh, it's actually X or Y. Why or... does sprinting into a jump like require you it's, to use your thumb to like it press me the how, same button? Twice. How different the controls were, and I reversed them, made things really hard for myself. And immediately trying to defend myself against a guardian, I got worked. Yeah. So I need yeah. to jump back into it because it was nice to see like because you download DLC, it'll start you exactly where you left off before defeating Ganon. Yeah. 
uh, and it'll just immediately pop up side quests. So that's what I was worried. I was worried about a Dark Souls situation. Like, you have the DLC. Like, where the fuck do I find yeah. it? It gives you every every uh, hint mm-hmm. on where to find the DLC. Yeah. And you can get a Tingle costume and yeah. power up the Master Sword to level I, to, to like do sixty damage instead of thirty. And I was reading it. it I, I don't think Nintendo considers DLC canon because it hates DLC, <laughs> but like it fucks with the lore of Zelda. Yeah, I was reading something on Kotaku mm. about like how because you're referencing things about yes. Majora's Mask, it's like well that haven't happened, but yet. it's referencing things from both timelines, yeah. like uh. the the adult timeline and the child timeline, mm. and like maybe we should stop worrying about yeah. Zelda timelines. <laughs> yeah, maybe you'll be buying like a fucking Pepsi. Pepsi hat in like two weeks yeah. and it won't matter. <laughs> Look, if, if Solid Snake can eat a bag of Doritos mm. and manufacture it in Peace Walker, That's true. you shouldn't worry about Zelda timeline. Doritos. Yeah. Maybe, just maybe, just maybe, the plot isn't the point of Zelda games. <laughs> Possibly. Yes, yes, yes. It's about, Agreed. maybe the real Zelda was the friends we made along the way. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, something. I, oh yeah. Something else on Switch this week. I don't know if you want to move on from Zelda. Mm-hmm. Uh, Goner. I've only played Goner. a bit of it. It's a 2D roguelike game, and it's Ooh. on Switch, which is Tell like me okay. More. That's literally all I know about it. Like I've played a couple minutes of it. It's it's a roguelike, but it is a little bit. Uh, it's very An secretive roguelike. Or? Yeah, there's like no dialogue given to you, so I've got to like figure out like okay. Collecting, you collect different body parts to uh, you know tackle the enemies, and you go through I think five levels, and then you face a boss, and then you go five more levels and face another boss. But I'm not that good at it yet. Mm-hmm. But I'm very curious to play more of it because I've been looking for a new roguelike to scratch my itch after Enter the Gungeon, which I know you liked it. Oh, I loved Enter the Gungeon. Yes. You know what? You know what would scratch that itch, but it's not that new. It's in early access. God, my God! If you're not playing Dead Cells, fucking play Dead Cells. Really? Oh, I've heard about it. I don't know what Jesus Christ play that game right now. Roguelike Castlevania. That yeah. The way I described it on my Twitter was like, imagine treasure, like you know, Gunstar Heroes, yeah. like that. Imagine treasure at the height of their powers. Mm-hmm. Decided they were going to make a roguelike Metroidvania on the Saturn. Wow! Like that's okay, <laughs> that's, that's 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 what it looks and feels like. It's incredible. Do it's it. about that you're a glowing ball that crawls onto corpse neck stumps. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what it, like like you're you're this glowing ball of energy. So every time you die, you, like that energy just goes away, comes back at the beginning, and inhabits ah. a new body and starts all over again. Hmm. Yeah, but it's cool because just like a Metroidvania, there are certain power-ups and upgrades you get that are permanent and those open up different huh? paths for you like you, you know as you play more and more runs and get a little bit farther further each time you will eventually unlock ways to get to new areas and unlock new routes that you can go through um as you as you go yeah really cool stuff chris it's your time to shine take my advice do as i say Save a little money for a rainy day. What are you buying? <laughs> Perfect timing. <laughs> what are you David? selling? What are you selling? Well, a bunch of people are selling stuff right now. Uh, dude, Injustice 2 is 40 bucks on Amazon at this very moment. Sweet. Ah, it's. I, I thought that game was place. fucking great. It is the best yeah. single-player step in a fighting game yes. It was up forever. for consideration in our top I loved five it. Yeah. games of the year so I feel far. bad that I didn't go for it. I loved it. In a very, very rare sale from uh, GameStop. Apparently, I missed the buy two, get one free for all games. Oh, but, wow. Not used games? Uh, oh, it's like, always used games. I mean, they're, yeah. They're, like, when... 
They're never going to put game- a successful new game yes. on sale at GameStop ever. Yeah, GameStop um, two for two game two buy two get one free is like they've been doing that forever. Oh yeah, and they do it every month since so, I worked so. there. Yeah. But we don't. <laughs> but uh, we don't have this in our store necessarily. But it's buy two get one on retro games through the 9th of July. Retro ga- and like their website lists a bunch of really yeah. cool shit. Like if you want to get Genesis games and stuff. Oh mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. yeah, buy two get one free. Um, get and two copies of Madden uh, 91 and get a, yes. a copy. I want Madden 11 and 13. I'm not buying 12. <laughs> um, but, uh, also, but on sale. sucked. <laughs> on sale at GameStop, Outlast Trinity, and Mass Effect Andromeda are both $20. Um, Tekken 7. That's a good price for Mass Effect. Andromeda. Yeah. yeah. you got to say the whole it, thing. Yeah. Andromeda. Andromeda. Because uh, there's only one it's Andromeda, a- and that's Kevin Sorbo's. Yeah. <laughs> um, Tekken 7 is 40 bucks at Newegg. Oh my god, wow. get that damn game. And Best Buy with a steelbook, I think. Even cheaper oh, if you shit. have Gamers Club. Un- what is it called? Gamers Club Unlocked. That's awful. <laughs> it's a terrible name, but it is a great value. <laughs> that's awful. And uh, speaking of Best Buy, Switch games are actually on sale this week. Um, third, well, on sale. This is in air quotes. Uh, worth twice as much as you'd find them in the rest of the oh, world. Okay. Uh, $30 for Binding of Isaac uh, and Puyo Puyo Tetras. I pronounced that weird. I apologize. 40 bucks for Just Dance 2017 and Lego City Undercover. Mm-hmm. All games you can find cheaper mm-hmm. elsewhere. Um, the Steam sale, summer sale, I believe is concluded. It ended this morning, yep. yep. But uh, Very sad. when I was locked to my Xbox the other day, I, there's a ginormous best of Xbox sale uh, if you have a gold account. And I know just on a on a lark, I oh yeah, I wanted to play through the Metro games, both Metro games remastered with two Saints Row games remastered were twelve dollars, oh. and uh, I picked up Oxen Free for like eighty percent off the game I've been dying to check out, and like it, it really really great sales on Xbox. I don't have anything written down, but that is the game deal segment. Take my advice, do as I say. Save a little money for a rainy day. Thank you! <laughs> and Dave's turn. <laughs> it's, it's, it's very important that we play this entire song, uh, soundtrack. Oh, I'll be, I'll be patient and wait for the whole thing. The song of my team years. Uh, well, tying game deals into Even the news. <laughs> you have to add a sound of uh, watching a GIF on BuzzFeed. That will define <laughs> news in the next decade. Uh, well, to make a natural segue between game deals and news, we have the July PlayStation Plus games, which are now available. Oh, I meant to mention those. Uh, Until Dawn, which is a really, really fun good. game. Oh, so fun. The, oh, yes. The, the best, best David Cage game ever made. Even though <laughs> David Cage never touched it. Uh,. And Game of Thrones, Game uh, of Thrones, which is Telltale? yeah, Telltale. It so you're gonna have fun with it. Really good, and I'm a fan of the show. And I, I wasn't ready to yeah. embrace another Telltale game. And then really there's also it. that's you, mm-hmm. that's, that's also free. That's you. <laughs> and then there's some PlayStation For Three and PS Vita games. Yes. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of PS4, uh, Cuphead won't be coming to PlayStation Four ever. Uh, I am not shocked by this at all yeah. because Microsoft has put so much behind. Yeah, that I, game. I, yeah, you, I would I, have been shocked by this two years ago. I would have thought it would be like a limbo situation where it's like uh, it will come to PS4 but when you stop. It caring. was supposed to come out <laughs> two years ago, and yeah. there's new shit being made for the game, and that's probably being financed yeah. by Microsoft. And Absolutely, I think and they're the reason it went from being a boss rush to being yeah. like a contra style. Game. Yeah, exactly. And again, the boss rush mode was fucking awesome. Like there wasn't. 
There's not a lot of It'll compelling. It'll probably still be an option. I, but there's not a lot of compelling things you can do with that type of game, as pretty as it is. Like, how is it going to be the best side scroller ever? It was about the boss rush mode. It was really neat. I really liked what I played at that game. No, I, did, I'm totally. Did not with need you, to jump from ledges and shoot two things. And sure, you did. Did not. The did problem not. a billion is that, games yes. you can do that in. The problem no. is that there's like almost, I like it, the Venn diagram of people who play side scrollers and know what a boss rush even yeah. is anymore. Is hmm. sad as it is to say, is like it's not a, it's not close to a circle. It was, it was, a hell, it was so much shit when I played it back then. So yeah. like I'm, I'm, I'm mad excited, but I'm, I guarantee Microsoft. Foot yeah. the bill for all this shit. So, oh yeah, boohoo, boohoo. But I love this. I love Cuphead. It's oh, so I'm cool. Totally looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Well, I love. Looks like that new Jay Z video. Four forty four. That's not what it's called. Isn't that, that's just the, the new album. story you read. That's the album, no, and okay. it is a new story I read. The story of OJ. That's what it's called. Yeah. Uh, well, a game I love is Pac Man Versus. Oh, yeah. which oh, yeah. will be coming to Switch via the Nam- an upcoming Namco collection. They're really? still doing those. They put the original five out on the PS1 20 plus years ago. Don't and Namco? they're coming out with a Namco collection on Switch. I have no idea what's on it. I don't like it. Dragon Ball Z or One Piece, so I don't need Namco to make anything else. So yeah. just keep re-releasing. But your it old has games. Pac-Man versus on, which it's, is an awesome GameCube has that game. Yep. Been on anything? I don't think it's been on anything else wow. since GameCube. And I remember it was like it advanced. was a it was a big thing at Nintendo's press conference yeah. like 12, 13 years ago when they're like, "Hey, you can connect four... Not just hey, do you spend all your money on Nintendo shit? Because <laughs> you can connect four Game Boy Advances to your GameCube, and you can play a game where one person is Pac-Man and three people are ghosts. And first you buy one new Nintendo system. But I had enough friends that I was like, we have, uh, in between playing uh, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles... Mm. Oh, jeez. Where, well, so you're the, the one. If you're, if you were the person who was the bucket bitch for Crystal Chronicles, you you got to be Pac-Man and Pac-Man Versus. So it's a reversal of fortunes. You got to be the, you got to be the powerful well, so, person. Someone had mentioned that we're we're wrapped right now with really good asymmetrical oh, multiplayer yeah. experience. Dave and I streamed Dead by Daylight last week. That was so much fucking yeah, fun. That and Friday Thirteenth are and my Friday jam. 13. That's like I I don't usually like multiplayer shooters, mm-hmm. but I love asynchronous multiplayer. Oh yeah, games. we're like it's it's this is guaranteed to be unfair for everybody. Yeah. You mean you mean asymmetrical, I'm sorry? Asymmetrical, yeah, asymmetrical. yeah sorry. Asymmetrical yeah. multiplayer yeah. and like Pac Man versus is the first one I can yeah. think of. Like, yeah, you're all just fucked. This is Pac-Man. Man. Try and get away from him. It's not yeah. really possible. He can sense where you are. He can't see the whole map. Wow. That's, you're that's, ghost, you that's, can see most of the map. That's escaped three generations of yeah. all consoles. Yeah. But, the, yeah, the twist is because the way it's played, you need two Switches. Mm. So one person is Pac-Man, and they have their own Switch screen to look at. <laughs> and then three people are the ghosts, and they oh, have the great. other Switch screen to look I at. Hope there's some online mode. That sounds really fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Also, I just want to say I feel like they're missing something by not including, like, a cocktail mode where one player grips each each oh, half of the screen. Yeah. That'd be really fun. Yeah. And you yeah. sit down, you look over it, and spill your pizza on it. Exactly. Oh, wonderful. Oh, so the... Do you spill pizza? Is that... <laughs> you, spill, you spill your yeah. pizza pitcher of Coke. You, you... That's right. How about that? <laughs> oh, you, just, you, you have your liquid pizza that you put in the blender beforehand, and you spill it. It's like the beginning of Goonies when Chunk uh, puts that pizza God damn right the window. Skiers can take a spill. This shouldn't be that complicated. <laughs> you knew what I meant. Okay. Oh, oh, so the Namco Museum for Nintendo Switch will have Pac-Man... Galaga, Ooh. Galaga 88, Yum. Dig Dug, Tower of Juaga, Sky Kid, 
Rolling Thunder. Uh, Rolling Thunder 2. Uh, oh, yes. Ooh. Splatterhouse and Tank Force. All right. No, nice. Rolling oh, Thunder right. 3? No. <laughs> <I'm>, no. <laughs> Are you making fun of Rolling Thunder? I love that franchise. No, no, no I, that is okay. a game. Okay, no, it, no, it is. I thought you, I thought you were yeah. uh, I thought you were being No, I love Rolling sarcasm. Thunder. Me too, yeah. me too. It's my favorite Tarantino game. I never, I never <laughs> got to play the sequels because I never had a Genesis. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, so um, I would have liked uh, Pac-Man 256, but I don't think Namco actually... Oh, yeah. Does Namco actually have anything to do with the that? Crossy Road people. Yeah, yeah they did. Right. I mean, they published yeah. it. Right. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But it's I played that so much to where, like, you're never going to put anything else here. I unlocked everything. <laughs> I'll never play that. I don't know if I need to play that again. Uh, Some new things for WWE 2K18. Oh, boy. Uh, we're announced this week. Michael. Uh, new right. set of announcers. So, the for the Ooh. last... Is Snoop Dogg one of them? No. No sale. Uh, but... Yo, we just did a moonsault. Yeah. <laughs> for, man, I gotta say, like, probably the last, like, half decade, it's been the three regulars, Michael Cole, Jerry the King Lawler, Donald and Trump. JBL, and Donald Trump. <laughs> this match is gonna be huge. It's gonna be huge. Uh, but no, he they've jumped got, higher they've got, than Trump Tower. They, they've amazing. got new announcers in there. A um, couple other things, like, the big thing, for me at least, is that they've increased the amount of people you can have in a match from six to eight. Yeah, especially for the... Uh, I think they specifically mentioned that it was for the ladder and table matches. And oh. I think so, right? Uh, yeah, oh. I, only, I only read a couple of previews really briefly, but like, if they can put it in the Royal Rumble match, that's what I want. Yeah, like, exactly. It doesn't feel real when it's like, oh, six people, and then nobody else can come in. Yeah, like, that feels what? silly. Yeah. Where's the chaos? Yeah. The chaos, indeed. <laughs> Where the cover boy, Seth Rollins. Yes. Yes. And, uh, and and pre-order incentive, Kurt. Kurt Angle. Angle. Yes. Wow, he is, just came is, back is to WWE the, the last pre-order year. Yeah, he this year? Yeah. Jesus. Well, usually it's like the surprise, like somebody is the pre-order guy or the cover guy, and then they return to WWE. They have WWE. to be old as shit yeah. <laughs> to be pre-orderable. But, uh, Ultimate Warrior to yeah, but Sting usually that yeah, Goldberg. usually that precluded them coming back. Now it's right. like he came back, then he's the, the pre-order yeah, bonus. Then so they like, come back, and then they either get injured or die. <gasps> yeah. <Does> that... <laughs> oh no, Kurt! Does that suggest? Uh, does that suggest WWE is not prioritizing? <laughs> Sorry, but they they literally the last couple times they like their pre-order DLC forecast what was going to come on the show, and it took months. Yeah. Like Sting. Months. They did Sting before. They yeah. think they, they did Brock Lesnar right around the time he came back. Okay. But usually... But Goldberg. Yeah. yeah. Goldberg was Goldberg forecast was by the pre-order yeah. fucking trailer. Yeah. Yeah. This time they they put the horse before the cart or whatever the term is. Uh, also, Rick and Morty <gasps> will have uh, a lot of cameo DLC in various games right. over the next few weeks ahead of the season three premiere, which July is finally 30th. coming. Oh. Finally. Mr. Poopy Butthole, he was he was right. It took Ooh-wee. a year and a half. Uh, so yeah, there will be Rick and Morty DLC for Rocket League, Move or Die, and Gang Beasts. Awesome. Oh, cool. I've never played Move or Die, but I really like Rocket League and Gang Beasts. Mm-hmm. So. Gang Beasts is dope. Yes. Uh, and that's it for news. Hooray! Uh, well, let's move into the community segment, which you may remember is segmenting our community. Uh, last week's question of the week was. What's a movie you wouldn't mind seeing adapted as a small and janky but extremely true to the material game? <laughs> like uh, Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, like yes. Friday the Thirteenth. <laughs> if you uh, had an if you had an answer off the top of your head. Oh, off the top of my head? No, I don't. You guys go. For, I, I've got. I can. I mean, we answered now. this last well, week. Well, we'll yeah. go through some of the yeah. community answers, and if something springs to mind, then, yeah, 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 just bust in, yeah. Uh, so the first responder on the Laser Time forums was Banco's stepson, who said the spirit. 
The movie is really Ooh. bad, but I just want more Samuel L. Jackson overacting and eating the scenery yes! as he tries to do his best Joker impression while dressing up as Axis Powers. <laughs> you want to know how I got these scars? <laughs> Axis Powers, he's the man for you. I remember the last 20 minutes of that movie, I was in the theater like with my jaw on the floor at the absurdity that I just witnessed, and I loved it. It was so terrible. Oh, god damn. Uh, laser, laser Time Rules. Wow, can't believe that was available. Um, one from my childhood. I always wanted to see a version of Short Circuit 2, my favorite of the two oh. films. It is the best of the two films. I am really pissed off. <laughs> uh, I was surprised we, we never got a platformer starring Johnny Five on the NES. The game practically writes itself, and they uh, could have been updated. Yeah, and if you want to be super accurate, you play as Johnny Five's human friend. You can ride yeah. him, turn him into a weapon. He... He can are drive you, Steve, you up. Are you Steve Gutenberg or Fisher Stevens? Oh, you got to be Fisher Stevens. Yeah. I don't care what the brown face implications are <laughs> at all. But you just don't want to be Steve Gutenberg. There's an awesome <laughs> joke about him in Glow in the first episode. <laughs> oh, my God, there was. An, I, yes. That was the moment when that when that show got yeah. me. I was like, oh, yeah. Steve Gutenberg reference, you got me. <laughs> uh, Derp Derpson said, In the vein of Friday the 13th, I would love to see an Evil Dead game. It would take place in the cabin from Evil Dead 1 and 2, and in it, the human players try to survive the onslaught of the Deadites. The main twist, in comparison to Friday the 13th, is that human players who die don't just spectate, but become part of the Deadite team and try to kill other survivors before they can destroy the Necronomicon. I'm not fucking around, Derp Derpson. That sounds like the next live-streaming sensation. <laughs> somebody Dave, can do I it. I can't let that go. It's Necronomicon. I know. I was joking. <laughs> I know. Right. He didn't know. Okay. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> U.S. Enterprise NCC. Oh wait, wait. Let, let, no, that's, uh, let, this one's going to be me, I think. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, U.S.S. Enterprise NCC seventeen oh one D's nuts <laughs> said, "Would the My Dinner with Andre arcade game from The Simpsons really be that bad of an idea?" No, no. it wouldn't. It would be a fantastic Telltale game. Yeah. Telltale, make that Scott yeah. Butterworth. It, I know you're it listening. Might be perfect. <laughs> Awkward Loser said, I want Jumanji. Welcome to the jungle of the game. You must have really liked that trailer, Awkward Loser. <laughs> Much uh, like Jumanji, the board game IRL, it'll naturally it'd be naturally disappointing <laughs> by the fact <laughs> that you don't get sucked into a book, but a four-player Far Cry. <laughs> and more sci-fi elements does seem f- it's fun, especially with the open-world games doing so good. God damn, that was fun. Wasn't the keys to Piprat basically just <laughs> Jumanji fever dream? <laughs> Herpus McDerpus said, Peter Jackson's brain dead, a.k.a. dead alive in the Yes, US. please. I kick ass for the Lord. That, that, move, that movie already has a janky feel to it, so the only way to do it justice is to make the game also janky. Mm. To be true to the movie, it needs to have a ridiculous amount of gore, the ability to literally mow down enemies with a push mower held vertically, and of course, zombie sex. It's, it's weird. Like a dead, dead Rising took a yeah. ton from Dead Alive. I mean, mostly from Night of the Living Dead. No, yeah. the mower. Or, or the Dawn of the Dead. Really. Yeah, Day of the Dead. The mower is, is the climax Dawn, of Dead Alive. Right. Dawn of the Dead, yeah. There's no mower in that. There's yeah. a helicopter yeah, but, blade. But do you, do you hold it up, like, yes. strapped to your chest, like Lionel did? Yes. Yes, you hold it with two hands. You don't have to fight your gigantic mutated mother. <laughs> or a baby. And Dead you Alive suck back one... into her vagina. No, Dead Alive isn't the one with the puppets. That's Meet the Feebles. Yes. Yeah. yeah, but that'd They're be... Not your that'd be cool, too. Ordinary people. I... Oh, God, <laughs> one of the first en- 
can't believe my parents let me rent that. Movie that movie is so horrible, and I've seen it like three yeah, times. Yeah, it's like the second scene, and, the and hero gets single, AIDS. Every single time. <laughs> well, he's not really the hero. Well, he's supposed to be the Bugs Bunny of their outfit. Yeah, but he's the Kermit the Frog, and he gets AIDS immediately. Character. No, he's not. He's the Kermit of the group. <laughs> no, they, the, 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 the main character is Bletch, no, the but, walrus. I think in, what he's saying, though, is you have to wait until at least the second act to give ah, the Kermit yes. the Frog He's the AIDS. Kermit analog, and mm-hmm. he gets AIDS immediately. And I yeah. love that I get to say AIDS. Every this time I tried to get my hands on a copy of that movie, call up the video store. Do you have Meet the Feebles? It was Meet, hard. Meet the Beatles? No! 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 Abort! Abort! No, Abort. Not the surfing with the Tom, Tom Arnold cameo. I don't uh, want that one. I Meet think, the Fuckers. Not, that's not out for ten years. I think, <laughs> I think you should read the next yes, one, Chris. Which one? Link to, to the, the Present? Mm-hmm. Link to the Present said, Oh, I would love a Roger Rabbit L.A. noir-like game where you go around solving cartoon murder. <laughs> I feel like you've been saying Ooh. that for ages. Uh, well, the, I was reading the book, and yeah. that's what the book is sort of a... The book isn't about uh, cartoon characters. Mm-hmm. It's more about comic strip characters, but it is about solving their murders oh, yeah. and how much, like... He's you know he's too good of friends with Charlie Brown. You can't trust him <laughs> with, with yeah. solving Snoopy. Also, set. the Roger Rabbit NES game mm-hmm. might be, but besides Back to the Future, mm-hmm. might be the worst LJN game. It is so Ooh. obtuse and this would require like another four hour podcast. <sighs> yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't want to get into <laughs> it, but, it, but I just hate not, it. Not unlike it's impossible. Their Friday Thirteenth yeah. game. They're, they do seem to grasp the source material. Yeah, but they just and try and make a game. Take it in the worst direction. That is possible. a detective movie. Yeah. It's about being a detective with a cartoon hero. Yeah. They just didn't have the li- the license to any other characters from the movie. I, I did come up with one, mm-hmm. and it pretty Please. much it doesn't Please. really need. I don't think it really needs any explanation or real pitching. I'm just gonna say I'm gonna take and I love this movie, even though some people hate it. I love this movie, but I think Magnolia might be might be the most Quantic Dream David Cage movie uh, yes. ever made, and I would love to see if David Cage could could over David Cage could like yeah. super David Cage uh, Mag- Magnolia, which has already been David Cage to like the second Wonderful. power. It's not going to stop until you tame the cunt. It's, like, it's a really good Magnolia reference. For people out there, I was with you. Get the frog rain DLC. It's, it's very good. Uh, experience all the feelings and emotions. Uh, a one steak SOS. That's a great name. Uh, said I. Uh, so I got it. The steak sauce. That, uh, I'd like to see a quiplash style game where you have to come up with and then vote on a series of sales pitches with the announcer replaced by Alec Baldwin from Glen Gary Glen Ross. <laughs> Top two players win, and nobody can drink coffee during gameplay or at an intermission because coffee is for closes. <laughs> I could do this all day. Second prize instead of steak knives. Third, we brick your system. Uh, I'm reading this one because I'm really into this book series right now. Charles A. says, I really, really want a Fallout-style open RPG based on David Lynch's Dune. Please let me become Lord of the Spice. Lord of the Spice. <laughs> a sting and a thong. <laughs> I will say David Lynch's Dune is horrible, and the books are much better. It was intentional, Michael. I know. I was I trying know. to do that. Okay. You just can't understand. Just watch it. It's all there. He's trying to make a bad movie on purpose. Let me tell you about this desk I'm designing. Too many people make watchable movies. This desk has compartments. Tired. Can put things in them. Uh, (laughs) Sunnyvale Trash has a video response. Hey, VGA. So my answer for the question of the week is, uh, I think, a, a Kickstarter pitch 
about a GTA open world kind of game, but it's Groundhog Day. And maybe you've got one day to get all these particular places to complete all these little particular tasks, ensuring that you'd be able to make it to the next day. So you'd have to render a half-finished, 75% baked Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania, a terrible snowstorm, some Andy McDowell, giant 90s curly hair, and uh, you know, do your best to petition to get Bill Murray to offer his voice. Anyway, it's, uh, that's what I'd like to see. Just, you know, you're traveling around Punxsutawney, stepping in giant puddles, helping homeless people, and who knows what crazy fun bugs you would stumble into. Have a good one. Thanks for the show. As long as I get to kill Stephen Tobolowski every day. <laughs> Watch out for that first. You got to collect the gangster's key in order to drop the spirit barrier. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, our favorite farmer, Gallatin Carhart. Oh, wonderful. Hello, VGA. This is Gallatin Carhart, Jason here, and I am I am calling in this time from a Broadbent Arena in Louisville, Kentucky. We are here at the 4-H State Horse Competition. See all these horses all back here? You see them, listeners? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see them. We got that video. Back there. I got excited for a second. That's my, that's my mama over there getting her paper back or money back or something. Anyways, so I got the big one here. This is, this is Johnny right here that she's showing. Every wave of VGA. So she's she's, she's got to get her head in the game. She's doing showmanship where you show the horse in hand tonight. And then tomorrow there's under saddle classes. I got Avonlea over here. There's the little one right there. Anyways, so with all that said, and I'll let y'all know the results of how well she does or how poorly, whatever. Um, let's talk for a moment about movies that would make great video games. And on this 3rd of July, before the 4th of July, I got to say... I gotta pick um, the most patriotic movie that you'll ever know, and that movie is Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. Oh! <laughs> he plays Jimmy Stewart. There's not a lot of action. There's a whole lot of paperwork. There's there's that in there. there there's that. You do get okay, to run guys, around Washington and punch people in the face. In the Shut up, lady! Gallant and Carter is talking! My second choice, God damn it. better choice, would be... Would be Men in Black. They brought it up on 30 2010 the other day. Uh, about it's 20 years ago the first Men in Black movie came out, and I got to thinking, man, that would be an awesome open world like Fallout style uh, game. That uh, just you wouldn't play as K or J. You're going to play as a, as a new agent, and you just got to run all over the world, taking care of deals or making deals with people, etc. I think that'd be awesome. Anyways. I'll let y'all know the results. Y'all take it easy. Happy Fourth. Bye. Look, I always look forward to a Gallatin Carhartt response. <laughs> but if you try and use our show to sell a horse again, I will fucking ban you. Like... <laughs> uh, see the video, go to twitter.com slash Gallatin Carhartt. Love that guy. Yeah. Totally kidding. You're never banned. You're never banned. And Men in Black deserves a really good game. It's had, had one some on... bad ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think they had a PS1 one. Yeah, they had a PS1 one. Yeah, Xbox 360 the, one. There was, a, there was like a, a PS2 one called Alien Escape that I remember thinking, like, this is not bad. I think that the Xbox 360 one used Connect, or it was just a shitty, like, hmm. uh, first, like, That's, light gun me, shooter that doesn't have the light gun. He made me think of, like, the idea of a Connect exclusive filibuster. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to keep talking. Yeah. And we're going to win the yeah. day, because well, I'm not about you people, it it's your money. Mr. Smith goes to Washington, but with Mel Gibson as portrayed in The Simpsons. Mr. <laughs> uh, with a. Uh, 
I would also the gun shooting everybody running around. I would also accept a Men in Black where you are an alien trying to be a good citizen uh, and not attract attention from damn. the Men in Black. I was actually going to say there was a really good Men in Black game from the alien's perspective except it was just called Destroy All Humans. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they're they're really I mean there are Men in Black but they're like laughably ineffective. Oh yeah, it's majestic like, whatever. Michael, what's the shittiest like 10-year-old GTA clone? Hmm. Like that is a good Whatever question. that game is, like, just put... Take that engine. Saints Row? The original Saints Row? The original Saints Row. Take all that, <laughs> present it as, as normal, and then, like, beneath that game is just underground areas of stark white and aliens, and they're all over the place. And you can mm-hmm. eventually see through... To make a shitty game new hmm. again, that would be very exciting for yeah, me. Yeah, would. Because that's, that's what the movie was like what, for me. What if DLC for the original Saints Row suddenly came out? Wild. <laughs> 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 I mean, that's pretty much what Saints Row 3 and 4 are. <laughs> Alright, new question of the week. What's a game that you beat, but wished that you had spent more time with afterward? I can't believe we. Bo- yeah. I have an answer to this, because yeah. normally it's like, these experiences are done. Mm-hmm. I rarely ever watch a movie, I'm like, yeah, I wish there were 80 more minutes. <laughs> that would have been awesome. But... <laughs> Wish I had the lady scenes right now. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, what what was the genesis of this answer? Or if you're in Europe, what was mm. the Mega Drive of this answer for me? <laughs> was Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, which yeah, I me too. I kind of crammed just to finish it in time to play the. You said uh, like you weren't DLC. enjoying yourself. No, I was, but mm. and I had I spent 50 hours. Mm. Like that was the time that I spent complete completing the entire quest. But I know. Brett, he spent like 120 hours before he beat the game, and that's because like he really took the time and explored everything and did side quests. I like I didn't do that many side quests. Mm-hmm. I I didn't even fucking like cash in like Korok seeds after like the first time I went to really? see the guy because it was like whatever. If I I only need f- like four swords or five swords. So, no. Nah. <laughs> what about shields and arrows? Are you? Crazy? I I always have enough. I always had enough. This is, it always felt this and, is da- content, Davy Rudden. But it, I get like when I faced Ganon at the end, like I was fucking eating like the detrius in my uh, in my uh, <laughs> recipe area, where it's like I'm gonna eat this wheat. It's only gonna give me a quarter of a heart, but <laughs> I'm gonna I, hit him with a truffle mushroom. I'm literally like using everything at my disposal to beat like the first incarnation mm-hmm. of Ganon, and then I just felt like I hadn't even done half of the shrines. Yeah. And then I looked at the family circus mode, and I'm like, I haven't touched I, I various parts of this map. And hopefully, like, the DLC will, like, make me want to do more of that. I played but. twice as long as you, and I misinterpreted Zelda yelling at me. Because if you finish all the Guardians, yeah, it's like, you need to go face Ganon now. And she just kept saying that. I'm yeah. like, I guess I have to, and then I can keep playing the game. But it turns out, no, you can't. Yeah. It'll just load your save from before you beat Ganon. And, mm-hmm. But for me... It was the finality of the game, and I and I, I wasn't done. I was not done at all with yeah. Zelda uh, Breath of the Wild, and I'm really bummed out that I've never been able to truly jump back into it because of all the cool stuff that came out around that time. That that was the hottest video game season in some time, Yeah, that March. Yeah. It was really irritating. <laughs> <laughs> Almost everybody launched their best console, mm-hmm. a console exclusive at that time. Yeah. God damn. Yeah, so for me... It was. It's The Witcher Three. Mm. It's definitely The Witcher mm. Three. So I reviewed uh, The Witcher Three mm. for IGN, and uh, CD Projekt Red was great about trying to give us as much time as possible. They, mm. they probably got us a copy of the game maybe about two weeks before 
which you know if you if you've done this, which mm-hmm. all of you have, yeah, um, you know that you very listening. often you you'll get you'll get a game three days before, four yeah, days yeah. before. If you're really lucky, a week, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Um, so to get like two full weeks was amazing. But you know the way that video review production goes and a yeah. game the size of The Witcher, it was a big deal. So I I put. I think this was my biggest grind, I, I think, of my career. I put in six days or seven days. I think, no, it, it, was, it couldn't have been six days. In, I think, eight days, I played 115 hours of The Witcher 3. Woo! And beat it. Woo! Um, Did you sleep on your horse? Like, more, more or less. More or less. Where the horse is my couch. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, I gave it a very high score. I enjoyed it quite a bit. But that one constantly, like my girlfriend actually has the Witcher Three um, interactive theme as her oh. Um, oh. as her background on her for her you know PSN account, mm-hmm. and it plays the main Witcher theme. And every time I hear it, I feel this oh, siren's yeah. call <gasps> because I remember getting to Skellige Isle, like I remember getting to Skellige and being like, "Wait a minute." There's a whole other sandbox. No, like, this review's got to go. Like, like this review's got to go. Like, I don't, have, I don't, I can't, I can't do this. So that is one of like ten nightmares of re- reviewing a game. Like, yeah. I wasn't done with this. I, and it's hard to go back to yeah. once you finish it. That was like at the seventy hour mark mm. I was at, and I was like, okay, I'm clearly getting to the end of this game. And then I was like, wait a minute, there's a whole other massive sandbox, and I'm like, I'm. So I was just like Jesus. So I just tore ass through that that as fast as I could in that last element. And I don't think I it didn't it did not impact my score of the game. I gave mm-hmm. it the score I would have given it today. Sure, sure, sure. But now I look back on that and I'm like, there is so much of The Witcher Three that I either didn't experience at all mm-hmm. or had to experience in such a blur that I now. It's funny. I was the person putting the verdict on it for IGN, but mm-hmm. I don't feel like I experienced it and got to enjoy it in any way. Mm-hmm. So now, like I always, I, I actually, I closed out the Ste- uh, the uh, Steam Summer Sale uh, last mm-hmm. night by seeing that the Witcher franchise was on sale and Witcher Three Game of the Year Edition mm-hmm. was on sale, which I, I owned it for PS4 but not for PC. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I saw the Witcher Three was on Game of the Year was on sale for like fourteen ninety nine or something. Oh whoa! Was, I saw it for like twenty five. Maybe, maybe that's what it was. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, Maybe, maybe it was twenty five, yeah. But I saw that and I was like, okay, this is this is the moment. And I bought it. And now, like in, in the next couple of weeks, I'm gonna treat myself and sit down. You're gonna start in and realize, like, oh shit, I have to play through this from the beginning because <laughs> <laughs> I've done that. Oh yeah, and it's it really intimidating. Oh shit, and I'm, I'm mad curious because that game it didn't come out of nowhere. No, but if you're a Nintendo, it might have. Right, and then Breath of the Wild is se- is seemingly. Somewhat informed by The Witcher. Oh, absolutely. Like, and, and like, the, but you know, they're not the type of companies like, yeah, we saw this and tried to do this. And I, I do wonder how many people on staff and over there in Osaka were playing Witcher Three, oh, like, cranking I, I, out Breath of the Wild. I'd be shocked if they hadn't been. Yeah. Um, my initial answer was Night in the Woods, mm-hmm. but since I brought that up a, li- a lot lately, uh, that that is a game where I'll try and you, you kind of have to play through it twice mm. because you'll have to make different decisions as you're playing through about like which friend do I want to hang out with on this day, and Never, the, Chris. the choice that you make will uh, result in a completely different uh, section of the game. So, like, I spent most of that game hanging out with B. I need to play through it again and hang out mostly with Greg. Uh, I, I did manage to hang out on Greg with Greg on the day where you get to stab each other in the hand. So that's really fun. There's, like, a little mini game about it. You're, you're knife fighting mm. in the woods. Um, but actually, the first thing that sprang to mind was the original Silent Hill. 
which I crashed through mm. uh, to play. You know, just just I, I think I missed some extra stuff and this is somehow game journalologist Michael. Yeah. Got the worst ending where uh, Harry yeah, Mason. Homework that need to be finished. Uh, uh, like you, you find out, like oh, this whole thing has just been Harry <laughs> Mason's <laughs> death dream after he crashed his car fatally, and uh, it's just the the ending is just you hear that sound of a crashed car is like it does a slow zoom out from his like dead face as he's like strapped into the driver's seat. Um, but there's but some stuff that I missed that if I went back and you know played through it again like. Getting the floweros and the uh, blood bag or whatever the fuck, uh, saving Sybil instead of killing her at the carnival, things like that. It's weird. Hmm. It's your first response, but I think you're going to be the only Silent Hill one response. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I don't think that's a safe bet. Is everybody gone? Yep. Yeah, we're all good. All right. So, what is a game that you finished but wish you'd spent more time with? Let us know. Life. Go to lasertimepodcast.com slash forums. First person to answer gets read first on next week's show. Uh, I should say first person to ask the question and answer it by starting the thread gets read first on next week's show. Also, you can answer under the comments for episode 221 on com, or go to the Laser Time community on Facebook and answer Dude. there. Uh, and we will collect responses and read them next week. You know how this works. I am drunk. Let's go out with some plugs. I'm like four beers in, yeah. Uh, Vince? <laughs> yeah, so you can find me on Twitter, at uh, Vincognito. That's V-I-N-C-O-G-N-E-A-T-O. And you can also find me on Twitch uh, at the very same name. I stream currently Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Uh, 3 p.m. to 8 p.m. Pacific, and I'm uh, sometimes... Dancing with the stars time. I can't be there. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm also adding in a, a fourth stream uh, soon on Sundays mm-hmm. for some uh, dedicated fighting game action. That'll also be the same time frame, 3 p.m. to 8 p.m., and I have a Patreon coming soon where you'll be able to read my words and musings on games, critique, mm-hmm. and the industry at large, but that is not quite ready for public consumption just yet, but in the coming weeks... You can see that, and you'll hear all about it on my Twitter. Well, I, I know that this uh, we're recording this with, during what would normally be your streaming time, so I appreciate you. <laughs> no problem. Uh, <laughs> coming on here and cannibalizing yourself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we do have a ready Patreon, so your losses, Laser Times Gang, <laughs> patreoncom I'm ashamed of myself. Um, you should. We be. have a new episode of a, a bonus episode of 302010 that goes exclusively yes. to patrons. Uh, this week, uh, Henry and Brett were on. Uh, our bonus time show, mm. Patreon exclusive show, uh, talking about their garbage. It was really, really fun because Henry <laughs> right. just got back from uh, New Japan. New Japan Pro Wrestling in Long Beach. Yeah. I am cool. so jelly. I screamed at Comcast that. people yes. and Brett visited literal Twin Peaks. Yes. Um, just what a cool experience uh, that was to hear about. And yeah. But the new episode of 302010. We don't have a name for it. It's a bonus show, but we incorporate o- almost entirely your feedback, and it's yeah. so much fun. But 302010 every Thursday, uh, 302010.net, uh, or at lasertimepodcast.com. But yeah, 302010, our weekly show where we go back 10, 20, and 30 years in pop culture history, mm-hmm. starring uh, Michael's Better Half. Sorry, Michael. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, Diana she is Goodman. Better half. Uh, yeah, our most recent episode, we talk about, man, Full Metal Jacket, Revenge of the Nerds 2. Same same week. Yep. With Brave same Little year. Toaster. <laughs> Brave Little Toaster, Princess Mononoke, Oz, and Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. Of the Phoenix yeah. It's a jam-packed And uh, at the end of this week, uh, 
we will be watching Spider-Man on yeah. Friday and then doing a live stream review response ah. uh, thing. So check that out. That'll be the next episode of Later Time. We have additional things about Spider-Man heading to you Monday that you will hear spoiler-free. And then after that is the spoilerific Spider-Man ah. Homecoming thing with Hey Now, Hank Gilbert, ah. and special guests. All right. As always, you can follow the show on Twitter at VG Apocalypse or me personally at Wikiparas. You can visit us at VigigameApocalypse.com. Uh, that's been our show, everyone. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Jeggings, which are wonderful, but they don't breathe at all. It is like wearing mm. it's like wearing linoleum. So. Mm. <laughs> Girl, uh, no. Mm. Mm.